Hello again, running friends. It's been a little while. I'm back with another one of these running podcasts, and I want to quickly apologize for the radio silence over the last few weeks. Um, it's been a bit of a funny time at this end, but I am really looking forward to getting back into the rhythm of getting regular podcasts out. I'm not necessarily going to go back to daily. Um, I was really enjoying doing daily, but with the various, um, issues health-wise that came up at this end that we're kind of still working through. I feel like it's something that I need to just kind of take the foot off the gas with, but I'm very much looking forward to getting into a regular place, getting perhaps weekly, perhaps a couple of times weekly episodes out on the podcast. I think it's going to be great to be back speaking to you guys on a regular basis. wanted to hop on here and talk about a event that myself and Holly, my partner, went to yesterday. We were invited along yesterday to Tough Mudder. Now, I know that most of you will have heard of Tough Mudder. Um, many, some of you may not have. Uh, it's a, a fairly well-known obstacle course uh, race company, I suppose is the best way of putting it, uh, or brand, I suppose is the best way of putting it. We were invited along to be part of Team Trek. So Trek, um, nutrition product. Uh, we, um, yeah, we were, we were part of their their team. They're a sponsor of the event. There are, I think, about 20 of us in total who uh, ran around with their T-shirts on and, uh, and had a great time in the sunshine in North, uh, yeah, North London. It was a 10-mile race, uh, and I shouldn't use the word race, actually. I'll go into it in a second. But 10-mile course, which I believe was slightly shortened because of the heat. It was very, very hot out there, and we were out on the course for, uh, I think, just over three hours uh, with 20-plus obstacles. And we had a great time. We really, really enjoyed this first, um, first little kind of foray into the whole world of obstacle course racing. It's, it's something that, to be entirely honest, has, has really passed me by in years gone past and well, up to this point, really completely passed me by. I had no real concept of what it would be like. Um, no real concept what to expect. Um, and yeah, we had a, had a fantastic time. It was incredibly well organized. And one of the big things that, uh, that really, you know, that really struck me about the whole event was the focus, particularly for the vast majority of those who were taking part, not the competitors who I believe went earlier in the day. In fact, as we were walking to the event, we saw people walking back with giant oversized prize money checks. Um, so the, I guess those who podiumed. Um, but for the majority of us, it's not about racing. Um, it was very much about teamwork, very much about uh, sort of community camaraderie and successfully getting through the challenge rather than worrying about pace, worrying about time, anything like that. Um, and given the, the issues that I alluded to earlier in terms of the recent health um, sort of health scare, so the heart, the um, the blood pressure stuff and the, the question mark over um, some heart issues, which still needs to be resolved, um, taking pace off the table entirely um, and taking finish time off the table as being something to be even remotely concerned about entirely was incredibly refreshing, I found. Very different to turning up to a road race where... Even if you're talking about, you know, going and you know, using it as a training run uh, with a number or something like that, you know, you still keep an eye on your pace. You still keep an eye on your finish time um, or you have a, a preconception of, of where you'd like to be. I didn't wear my Garmin because I knew that, um, you know, chances are I'd, I'd end up just 
getting it caught on something or, or getting it disgusting. Other people were, but perhaps I was overly cautious. But it meant that I had no concept whatsoever in terms of what kind of pace I was running, what my heart rate was doing, what kind of, um, yeah, how long we'd been out on the course, anything along those lines. And it was so, so refreshing, like I said. Um, found it very well organised. Um, lots of uh, lots of information came through beforehand. Holly, I think I've got to give a bit of a tip of the hat to in this respect. She's one who will read every single piece of information that comes out about something like this well in advance, become very well informed and know exactly what's happening on the day. Myself, I'm generally a little bit more kind of fly by the seat of your pants on the, for these kind of things and just turn up and see how it, see how it goes, see what happens. Um, but it was great to have Holly knowing what was what was meant to be happening. Um, but the fact that the information was out there in the first place was incredibly helpful. But on the day itself, it, it's a huge operation. I had no idea what a big, big event it was and quite how many people, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but you know, the scale of how many people passed through during the, the day. And again, they're doing it. So this was yesterday and they're doing it again today. So across the course of the weekend, there must be thousands who go through. Um, it was so slick, so well organized. I was very, very impressed. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the obstacles themselves were uh, varied, I guess is the best way of putting it. I, I did everything, which I was very, very pleased with. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I do have a little bit of an issue with claustrophobia. I am, I don't like tight spaces. I'm a big guy. Um, and, uh, ironically, um, well, not ironically, actually, I usually say when I'm talking about my, the, the fear of heights that I previously have struggled with, ironically, given I'm quite tall, that was something that uh, I had to really work on, on getting over. And I feel like I'm, I'm there, but yeah. Uh, tight space is something I'm, I'm still not super happy with, but I kind of force myself to get on with it, force myself to do it. And uh, so going through some of those tight spaces, going through some of those tunnels probably weren't my favourite part of it. But given the heat of it, anything which had elements of water as an obstacle went down very, very well. And many of them did. Um, so a good opportunity to cool down. And of course, some obstacles you, you can, as an individual, kind of work through without... Um, you know, without need for any assistance, and of course, those who are doing it as competitors, those who are doing it to try and uh, to try and um, you know, to try, to try and win or to try and PB. You know, the idea is that you don't get any external support. But for the vast majority of us, the masses going through, um, the big part of the whole thing is about teamwork and helping each other through. So some other um, obstacles, you really do need to team up with those who are around you, either whether you're doing it as an organized team or just the person who happens to be next to you at the time when you rock up to the uh, the obstacle and help each other over. And it was lovely to to kind of be involved in that real positive, supportive vibe. Um, the, I think probably my favorite, um, my favorite, given how hot it was, my favorite obstacle was an obstacle called Arctic Enema, which as you can imagine, um, we may not, but it, it's a, it's a big plunge pool ice bath that you go down a, a tube slide into. And there's literally, despite it being 30 odd degrees outside, there's still ice floating around, quite a lot of ice floating around in this big, um, I guess oversized metal pool, um, which you've then got to get through, duck your head under a, uh, a kind of obstacle within the pool and then get out the other side. You're only in there for a few seconds, but it takes your breath away and it is cold. But 
given <laughs> given how hot it was outside, it was actually a very, very welcome opportunity to chill out a little bit. Um, there were some others which I didn't enjoy so much, like the um, like get like the electric eels, which is um, your kind of you're crawling through on your front for what must be 10, 15 meters underneath a um, underneath a, a kind of a, a barrier, if you like, with live electric wires coming down, which you know, obviously the voltage isn't high enough to do you any damage, but it's definitely enough to give you a, a bit of a jolt every time the uh, every time the, the electricity passes through and it makes contact with you. That wasn't so much fun, but uh, I'm glad I did it. It was one going into it that I knew about, and I wasn't entirely sure I was going to do it um, because I didn't quite like the idea. But actually, going in and getting it done was uh, was an experience that that I'm glad I I can now make an informed decision going forward as to whether I do that one again. Um, but what I found again really interesting coming off the back of it was the fact that despite it being 10 miles or potentially slightly shortened, which I believe it may have been because of the heat. Um, again, like I said, I didn't take my Garmin, so I, I genuinely don't know how far we ran yesterday. Um, I don't feel like we ran 10 miles yesterday. Uh, and Holly says the same. And for me, 10 miles, you know, it, it is, especially when I'm regularly running, as I have been for the majority of this year, um, it's fairly well kind of water off the duck's back. And I won't feel much the next day, anything the next day really. Um, but given that I haven't really trained, I've run maybe three or four times in the last four or five weeks. Um, because again, like I mentioned, all this health stuff that's going on at this end. Um, I feel today like we hadn't even run. And it's, I think the nature of the fact that there's such stop start between the obstacles. There's, uh, you know, you, you clearly, you do the obstacle, you run to the next one, you do the obstacle, you run to the next one. But because there's no focus on pace, there's no focus on finish time, um, even the running in between on this you know, cross-country type course and the fact of doing it with a mixed ability group, you're very much taking it at a pace that the group can handle. Um, so there's, you know, as I've said a few times already, if you want to go and gun it and really race it, you can, and you can do that by yourself. Um, but in the way in which we did it as a team, it really took the, um, I guess, took the pressure off and just, just made it a really enjoyable experience where you go out and you just have a fun yet challenging day outside in the elements, um, moving your body in different ways that you might not be used to moving your body on a day in, day out basis. I mean, for me, as many of you will know, I'm a big guy. I'm tall. I'm six foot six. I'm about 100 kilos, so around about 16 stone. Um, I have always been bad at doing things that uh, resemble kind of monkey bars, you know, the sort of overhead grip strength type activities. Um, and I'm really pleased that over the last couple of years, actually, especially training a little bit more to be able to get better at it, um, doing some of the stuff that Holly does as well. I found that actually that was you know, probably the strongest I've felt in those kinds of activities ever. And yeah, I can feel my shoulders a little bit. I can feel my lats a little bit today. Um, but again, as, as much as I would do if I'd perhaps been to the gym yesterday, nothing, uh, nothing disastrous. So really pleased to hear or, or to, to, to see the progress and the um, the benefit from from that sort of thing. So, yeah, all in all, it was a really really positive day, really fun day. I'm very grateful to uh, Trek for inviting myself and Holly down. Um, very very pleased to have been involved, and I'd like to hear what everybody is, as part of our community has as a 
uh, what's the word, as an experience in terms of this kind of race. Whether you've done Tough Mudder before, whether you've done another type of obstacle course race, I'd love to know what you've been up to. I'd love to know what you thought about it because I went into this with a bit of a, um, well, with a bit of a, a, a frame of mind where I was very open-minded. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I'd like it, to be honest. Um, and I've come out of it saying, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keen to do that again. This could be a, a whole new genre of events that Holly and I can really get stuck into. But I'd love to know what you think. If you've done something like this, give me your feedback. Tell me which one you did. Um, equally, with Holly, um, you know, did you do this on your own? Did you do this with a partner? Did you do this as part of a, as part of a team? It's certainly something that, uh, that Holly and I want to do more of. So yeah, let us, let us know that as well. So do feel free to let me know over on Facebook, over on Twitter, over on Instagram. And, uh, I will speak to you in the very next of these episodes. Speak to you then. Bye now.